Welcome back to the Improvement Imminent Podcast. We are continuing our at-home programming because, as far as we know, we're going to be stuck at home for a good while longer. So grab your kettlebell, dumbbell, barbell, or rucksack and, and, and your kitchen table. Grab your kitchen table. Yeah, we, we can use some other stuff. And we're <clears> going to get into how we're going to use some of that this week. Um, some stuff that pretty much everyone should have at home or have pretty easy access to if you're willing to just get up and go to a park. Yeah, absolutely. So let's get this party started. Um, kicking it off on Monday, uh, let's go over – on Monday, our workout. Um, we are going to be doing – every minute, you guys are going to be doing this complex for 15 minutes. So it is going to be eight deadlift, six hang power clean, and four thrusters. Um, if you guys have a single-sided element, so if we're using maybe a kettlebell, maybe a dumbbell, then we can do four left, four right on the deadlift, three and three on the hang power clean, and two and two on the thruster. Um, this one is built around a workout that we did. I'm gonna say it had to have been this last summer, um, and it was a yeah. It was. It was. I think it was fall. Yeah, six deadlifts, five hang power cleans, four thrusters, and it was with a set of dumbbells. Um, so we've just kind of reworked it a little bit. We've taken the numbers up a tad. And if you guys do have two dumbbells, feel free to use them. If you have two uh, two things you guys can hold, uh, two kettlebells, same weight. Um, if you have a barbell, obviously we'll be doing eight, six, and four. Um, but really, what we're looking for here is well, if you have a, if you have a barbell and it, if you have some weights, yeah, you could probably do this at a little bit of added load, but you wouldn't want to go too heavy. I'd say because uh, it's going to get pretty nasty. I would say keep it. Like under 100 pounds for guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say under 100. Um, and then that would be ladies probably doing something like less than 65 pounds. Because you yeah. want to be able to move smooth and fast and get 20 seconds of rest every round. Yeah, I got a chance to test this one not too long ago. Um, I did it with dumbbells, and I did a 7-6-5 structure. So actually the same exact amount of reps, just spread out a little different. One extra thruster, one less deadlift. Um, and I think I started off strong with about 30 seconds rest each round and it deteriorates down to about 15 seconds of rest and a prayer real quick before you get on to the next round so um keep it light enough that you can continually do that because 15 rounds in a row is a lot of rounds yeah if you're if you're getting smashed up against the end of that minute again and again and as we've done it before um for scaling this one it's really easy for you guys to scale this on your own if you guys finish the round with maybe five seconds left um i'd say if you finish around honestly anything under 15 seconds Unless it's the last like couple rounds. Yeah, unless um, you're clawing for 13, yeah. 14, 15. If you finish around with less than 15 seconds, um, take down whichever one is causing you the most time. My suggestion for most people is start by taking the deadlifts down, and then if you need to take the hang power cleans down, and then take the thrusters down. Um, that's how I suggest people do it. I know a lot of people want to take the thrusters down because they're difficult, um, but I would say try to hold on to those and take the deadlifts down first and see if you can get a little more time in there so that you guys hit the rest that we want. Um, but it's going to be a fun one. It's a great at-home workout. I mean, I really like this one. I'm going to be um, I'm going to be pretty psyched to do this one. It's just a good it's a good workout. It hurts a little bit. You guys get some rest built in. It is really just going to be a mental test. Are you willing to hold on each round for 15? Yeah, before that, we're going to do some accessory work. We're going to play around with some pistol stuff. Jason sent me a video of a fantastic gymnastics coach named Pamela Gagnon. If you don't know who that is, Gagnon. Yeah, check her out on Instagram. Um, she puts out some really good videos on, on how to have better gymnastics movement. Uh, and we're going to play around with one of the drills that she posted recently about uh, pistols. 
So we're going to do a squat in on two feet and then remove one foot from the floor and pistol our way out or stand up on one leg. And we'll show you guys in a video a couple different ways that we can uh, adapt that based on your level of control, balance, and strength in a pistol already. So everyone can do that in some way, shape, or form. You're going to do that and then couple it with some handstand work. Uh, now at home, handstands are, they're, they're something everyone can do, but you got to pick the right place to do it. Because if you kick up on drywall and you kick up too hard, you can easily put a foot right through the wall. Um, you got to think about whether or not you want any marks on the surface you're going to use because your shoes will probably leave marks on it. But generally speaking, one of the best places to do handstands at home is against a door. Because especially exterior doors tend to be quite, uh, quite solid and, well, they're easy enough to clean. So it's a good place to get upside down and start to work on some handstand stuff, whether it is a handstand hold that you wall climbed in or kicked into, whether you're working on shoulder taps or even working on some handstand walking. And of course, if we need to scale shoulder taps um, or, or box circles or any of those sorts of things where we're getting into a pike position more so than an actual handstand, then you can just put your feet up on the couch or up on a chair or if you really want to go for it, even up on a table. Yeah, I like it. Um, I'm going to kick up on a car door in my driveway. That's a good idea. Those are my neighbor's car door. <laughs> Does your neighbor have a ginormous Hummer? I uh, know, massive truck though, all jacked up. I actually think I could do it. You probably could then. Maybe put a foot through his window. The window windows are surprisingly hard to break. I had to break mine because I I locked my one key in and the, my diesel was running. That's embarrassing. So I had to break a window to to turn my car off so it didn't run out because uh, messes get up the, the diesel engine. You should get the it Tesla was, truck. It was hard to break that window. I hit it really hard with a hammer. I was surprised. Have you ever seen the test of the truck where they throw the ball bearing at the window? Uh, I heard demo, about it. And it breaks, and he said it unbreaks. He's like, it's a bulletproof window. And then they go to the back window. He's like, try this one, and it breaks again. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, well, it's just a demo. I heard about it, but I, I did not actually see the no. failure. Well, um, I think that covers Monday. So yeah. Tuesday, we're pre-wad. We're going to start with some accessory stuff. Um, five rounds on a three-minute clock. You guys are going to be running through the bent over I, T, and Y. Um, I believe CLE has four core bands, correct? Yeah. We, yeah. Well, we've got crossover bands, crossover, crossover symmetry, yeah. four core, whatever same they are. Thing. The same thing. Um, so it's the exact same drill we do with the mm -hmm. crossover bands. We also did it once or twice in class with plates yep. in the bent over fashion. Um, we were starting to work different bent over uh, rotational drills for the shoulder. So this is one of those. Um, the ITY, we want it to be ITY in that order. So you're going to do one I, one T, one Y, and that's one rep essentially. You're going to do seven of those reps in a row, and then you're going to move on to your 30 seconds of a hollow rock. Um, with the hollow rock, we mean for you to actually rock, to get in your hollow position and then to feel that smooth roll onto and off of your, your middle back and your shoulders, and then back down to your middle back and your hips. Um, Rocking a hollow is difficult if you need to. We'll, we'll show you guys how to scale that a couple different ways by bending the legs, pulling one or both of your legs into your chest, um, and also by lowering the hands. It's a little bit easier to maintain that hollowed core position if you have your arms by your side than if you have them overhead. 30 seconds is a good long bit of rocking, so don't be afraid to scale it if it means that you can hold better position and, and work hard. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're going to follow that with... 
a workout that's a little bit different structure than we've done with one of these at-home ones. It's going to be two minutes of work, two minutes of rest, um, seven rounds, and in your two minutes of work, you're going to be doing 30 double-unders. We've done this before with a scale, a lateral jump over a line. Hopefully, you guys have seen that. Then we're going to do 15 push-ups. Um, that one's a super easy one to scale. Either you guys can put your hands up on something that's elevated, like stairs, to allow you to do a little bit easier of a rep because you're loading more weight through your feet than your arms, or you can go to your knees. Um, the scale, for the most part, is going to be up to you guys. Make sure you guys pick a scale that still challenges you, though. Um, With how we want this to flow, though, mm -hmm. the speed, you, you should be doing those 15 reps unbroken. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. You're going to have to hold on. Um, and so then we're going to finish. You, if you need oh. to, pull some reps out. Mm -hmm. That's another option. But yep. you, when you start your push-ups, you need to be able to just rip through and then be done and move on. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to go to 10 power snatch. With this 10 power snatch, uh, if you guys have a barbell, absolutely that. If you guys have dumbbells um, or a dumbbell, it's just going to be 10 dumbbell snatches, alternate hands, kettlebell, it's going to be five and five. Um, but after you guys finish the 10 snatch, you guys are going to do a max distance run in the remainder of time. All right, and here's how it's really meant to work is we want you guys to have no more than 45 seconds to run and no less than 30. So you guys should really be finishing that round between 45 and 30 seconds of running. All right, and it is not just an easy run, we're looking for an aggressive sprint. Um, so we built it, or I mean, it was built this way so that in your two minutes of rest, you guys can get back to wherever you started, where your element is, where your uh, dumbbell or your barbell or kettlebell and where your jump rope is. Um, so we wanted to make it so you guys don't run so far away that you can't get back in time. Two minutes should be plenty of time once you finish your run to turn around, walk, jog back, catch your breath, It'll actually be good for you guys to be moving in the recovery. Start the next round, mm -hmm. same exact thing. So in in 30 to 45 seconds, I mean, if someone's really moving with purpose, they're looking at maybe getting close to 200 meters. Yeah, I'd say 200 is probably, probably about as far as someone's probably going to get away from where they started. Yeah, and if, if you find that you're getting really far out and it's taking you longer than two minutes to, to rest and walk your way back, um, then maybe you need to consider adding a couple push-ups or adding a couple power snatches so that you don't get into your run quite so early. And it goes the other way too. If you're not getting anywhere on your run because you only had 10 seconds, then you need to pull out some repetitions so that you can get to that run and have that window to be aggressive with it. Yeah, this one's going to be a little different. We haven't done one that requires so much balance with an at-home workout. Um, and so you guys are going to have to kind of assess this yourself figure out where you might need to add or where you might need to pull reps since we can't be there on the floor helping you with that. Um, but if you guys can give yourself between 45 and 30 seconds rest, I mean, it's going to be a pretty good workout. If you can imagine, it's pretty much two minutes of a sprinting pace, working through double-unders, push-ups, power snatches. All of those are pretty fast, sprinty, and then we're actually sprinting. Mm. And then two minutes of rest. One-to-one um, -one work to rest. So yep. it's, it's, it's enough time to recover and then really rip it up again. It'll be a fun, aggressive interval. Hopefully, it gives you guys a little different feel. Um, if you guys are running and you guys have the option to like run back in like a neighborhood or cul-de-sac, I'd say do that. Just that way, you guys might be a little more free than a main road. But you guys are all adults. You'll yeah. be fine. Work with what you got. Um, they sell reflection vests they, off the highway. Do they? Yeah, on 77 in West Virginia. No. Yeah, West Virginia. They were selling reflective vests? Yes. In the, in the gas stop. So if you guys need a reflective vest, um, 77 West Virginia. I'm going to say it's probably like, I don't know, 15 miles from the Ohio border. 
they have reflection vests. So this seems like nonsense. I'm just letting you know. But uh, on a serious note, for that workout, it will work best if you can do it on a watch. Um, yeah. You can time yourself on on a watch on your wrist because then you'll be able to kind of see it as you run. Uh, you can totally do it with a cell phone and just grab it and run with it. But uh, but keep in mind, in order to know when to stop running, you kind of got to take your timer with you mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. True. All right. Wednesday? Wednesday, we are going to be doing three rounds. Um, nope, that's not right. Sorry. We're going to be doing... Uh, oh, yeah. This is a fun one. Oh, yeah, Our workout is the, going to be... step-ups. It is four time. It is 120 step-ups, weighted if possible. And at the top of every minute, you're going to perform six V-up or lemon squeezes. And we're going to go over some step-up variations. Um, but how this works is workout begins. You guys start with six V-up or lemon squeeze. And then you guys immediately when you're done with that, hop on to, if you're stepping up on a box, um, a chair, stairs, whatever it is, a ledge, a bench in the park, you guys are going to be start your step-ups. Next time the minute rolls over, you guys are going to stop your step-ups. Six more V-ups or lemon squeezes. Back to the step-ups. Um, and our whole goal is just to get through this one as fast as possible. So... With the step up, if you can handle it, we would encourage you to use some sort of load, whether that's uh, holding a weight or putting weight in a backpack and putting your backpack on. With mm-hmm. the backpack, you're going to have to take it on and off, so that actually might slow you down a little bit more than just holding the weight on your shoulder, where it's easier to load and unload. Uh, but if you can, add some weight to it. Jamichael mentioned a couple of different things you could step up on. My encouragement to everyone is to go find a bench or a picnic table or something like that because most of the time those are going to be about 18 inches high, um, those those bench-type surfaces because uh, that's pretty standard height to set them at. So if you can find something like that, that's probably a good place for you to work. Um, if you need a bigger step or you want a bigger step, then maybe throw something on top of it. If you did take a plate, the then of a truck. put that plate on it. A bed of a truck would be pretty high. That's a high step. Yeah, it depends on what kind of truck you got. But for, for me, my truck, that'd be that'd be quite a step. I could do box ops. So, oh, you have such a big truck, Phil. It's not that big. It's just whoa. the bed's probably 30 inches off the ground. I'm so. stepping into the trunk of my Honda Accord. <laughs> Um, but in all seriousness, if you guys can find some type of lip, um, look around. There's stuff that we're totally missing that we can't even think of right now that can support you to step up on. So if you guys have something um, and you measure it and you're like, oh, hey, look, it's 25 inches. It's 23 inches, something like that. Um, go for it. Find something that you guys can step up on um, and it, give this one a rip. If, uh, if you absolutely cannot mm-hmm. find anything. If you live in Arizona in the desert and there's nothing to step up on. There's rocks. That's fair. Uh, then you can substitute a pistol and do 120 pistols alternating your legs. Yep. Or you can substitute a lunge, do 120 lunges. And again, if you can, weight it. Mm-hmm. Throw something in on uh, in a front rack or a goblet position or even on your back or even overhead if you really want to get into it and, uh, and get yeah. aggressive. But this is doable in, in one of those three forms by everyone. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt. Yep. And it's going to be a fun one. It's a little bit different structure than we've done. Um, so for you guys, be honest on top of the minute, begin those. My suggestion for you guys is do not work until the minute. Um, usually when you're not ready to start V-ups or the lemon squeeze or the penalty, we'll call it every minute, when you're not ready to start that, it usually bites into the time quite a bit. But if you guys, even if you cut yourself short on the reps that you're working on, 
and get ready to begin the next round, I've always found more success there than when I let the minute hit me and I end up crawling back to the V-ups and then crawling back. Uh, I find more success if I set myself up, even if it means stopping a little bit early, um, so that the moment the minute hits, I'm bam, I'm on those lemon squeezes, I'm on those V-ups, and I move directly on. Yeah, I call it owning the minute. Yeah, that's fine. And Thursday. Thursday we are going to be doing um, some strength. This is going to be for quality and control, and this is four rounds. Uh, it is going to be 10 single leg Romanian deadlifts, and that's five left, five right. And then it is going to be 10 single leg glute bridge. Once again, five left, five right. Uh, these are going to be movements that work very similar muscle groups, and it's for quality and control. So what we're looking for out of you guys is um, rest as needed between rounds. Okay, Take your time with it so that the quality and control are there. For the single leg RDL, well, I guess I won't explain it too much. We'll put a video out. Um, it'll be easier for you guys to see it than for me to try to explain it now. Um, but we can use a lot of different loads for that. Yeah. It's, all, everything we're programming is built around the idea that you might not have the exact piece of equipment, but something will do. Um, so you can load this a lot of different ways. You can also just do it unloaded, and it can be very effective because it is a control drill. And then the same thing with a single leg glute bridge. You mm -hmm. could throw something on your hips, but... The reality is you don't really need to. If no. you if you think about engaging properly and do the movement well, you're going to get something out of it. Yep. And, I mean, it's kind of like holding a half hollow with your other leg, the way you stick it out and you keep. Yeah, at least the way that we advise people to do it. Yeah, you try, try to keep everything tight. That makes it much more difficult. So doing these ones, um, actually doing the four rounds for quality control is going to get you much more benefit than four rounds to get through it. Um, so take your time with it. Feel free to throw in some mobility there. Yeah. Maybe after your first round you want to – Sit and stretch your hamstrings for two minutes, and then and then something else the next round. I mean, totally work with what you've got and get something out of it. It's all everyone's a little bit different with where they are right now, so we should approach things with slight variation. Absolutely. Um, on to the workout. The workout is it actually mimics an open workout. I don't know. I've been on this weird kick where I want to mimic open workouts in this uh, at home training, and so this week it is going to be ten rounds for time. If you guys remember this, this was 20.1 this year. Um, we all did it up at CLE, if you guys were there for that. And it was burpees and ground to overhead, but we're going to make it 10 rounds for time, 8 burpee and 8 sumo deadlift high pulls. Um, for the burpee, I'd like to see over the element. Uh, I didn't specify bar facing just because I know people have certain amount of space, other people don't. So try to do your burpee up and over, dumbbell, up and over, kettlebell, barbell, whatever you have. But if you guys can do bar facing or dumbbell facing or kettlebell facing, I'd say do it. That's going to be much more like that open style. Um, but it is 10 rounds for time, 8 burpee, 8 sumo high pull. So it is fast. It's in your face. That's going to be a lot faster than the open Absolutely. workout was because that was, that was a terrible uh, power snatch and what was it, 95 pounds? Well, you could clean and jerk it if you wanted to. That's true. It was a ground overhead. Or you could actually – you didn't have to power snatch. You could catch in a full squat. That's terrible. You could split snatch it. This is going to be a lot easier. This yes. is going to be a lot faster. Absolutely. Um, but what we're looking for out of it is stay fast with it, stay on it. This is a really high-intensity workout. I mean, on, on Wednesday's workout, you got to kind of plan out the 120 steps you're going to take, and, and it's not so much about sprinting. It's about being accurate and consistent and getting as much work done as you can in the minute by maintaining that consistency. Here, this is about just going fast. Yeah. Just see how fast you can get through it. Let it rip. That's my advice. It's a pretty simple one. Um, for the Sumo Delph High Pull, I will say this. If you guys do not have access to a barbell, 
That's okay. We can do it with a dumbbell. Uh, and I even think we can do it with a kettlebell. Yeah. Oh, my bad. My bad. We can do it with a kettlebell. I even think we can do it with a dumbbell. You can do it with a dumbbell. You can do it with a plate. Yep. Really, it's just it's the mechanics of using your legs to drive whatever it is away from the floor and then pulling your shoulder blades back and your elbows high and wide. Maybe we can do it with a spare tire. We, ah. we never did do anything with that spare tire, did we? No, but that's because I went on. I left for quarantine purposes. Did you? So that makes sense. Now that I'm back, okay. I need to break out the spare tire. All right. Anyways, on to Friday. Friday's uh, workout is going to be thirty rounds for time. Yeah, we're doing ten air squats, so a pretty quick little set. Shouldn't take too long. You should go fast through them. Then you're going to pick up a plate or whatever object that you have to do six bent over rows. And then you're going to get on the ground, pick one arm, and do one Turkish get up. Now, think about it this way. All the even minutes, you're going to use your right arm. All the odd minutes, you'll use your left arm or, or reverse that. doesn't really matter. But you're switching each round. You're going to change which arm you use for your Turkish get up. So we'll end up even at 15 Turkish get-ups on each side of the body by the time we're done. Yeah. Um, this is like a pretty classic 30 rounds for time. It's kind of like that classic at-home workout. What's that one that's like uh, 10 squats, 6 push-ups, 10 sit-ups? Or like, ah, whatever. I don't know. I got no idea. I mean, yeah, you might not know. Th- this, but is, this is a lot like Chelsea where you do it on the minute. I was thinking it's kind of like Cindy. It, I mean, it's that, it's that format where you've got three Mary. exercises yeah. and you're doing – a not too large volume of any of them uh, so that you can move quickly through each of them and confidently through each of them. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very much Cindy style, if you will. Yeah, so my suggestion is just keep it smooth. There's no point in blowing out early with 30 rounds. If you guys start fast for 12, it's not necessarily beneficial, even for 15. My suggestion is start at a smooth and controlled pace. The nice thing about this workout is there is no reason to break because stringing these things together should not necessarily be um, difficult to go unbroken, we'll say. Uh, you guys should be able to do the air squats in one foul swoop, the bent over a row, you guys should be able to do unbroken, and then we get onto the Turkish get up and we begin again. So just start with a consistent pace, put your equipment close together, that way it's a quick transition. Transition time really, really adds up on a workout like this. Mm-hmm. 30 rounds, if you take five seconds a round extra in transitions, you end up you end up with two and a half minutes of change right there. So mm-hmm. it's... It adds up quickly. Try to transition fast. And then also, you can save a lot of time. You can move a lot more quickly in a workout like this if you have an efficient Turkish get-up pattern. If you're stumbling over yourself on that Turkish get-up, it's, it's not going to move as well. So if you have the option to adjust the weight you're using, we recommend that you use a weight that you can get up and get down within, I would say, like 20 seconds with. Um, if you're taking longer than 20 seconds, that weight might be a little bit too much for you. And I know we don't have all the equipment we'd like right now, uh, but hopefully you can find something that fits that bill. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good workout. Um, it's going to test you guys a little longer in the department of pace because it's a little bit more monotonous doing the same thing over and over and over. I don't know what that's like. Why are you looking at me? So... On to Saturday, last day, we're going to be doing um, a Tabata, and we're going to do four movements, swing, we can do it with a kettlebell dumbbell rucksack, a sit-up, a shoulder overhead, and a mountain climber. Um, We are going to be doing the Tabata of the swing first to completion. There will be no rest between that and the next Tabata. 
And then we're going to do the Tabata of the sit-up to completion, no rest. So when you say no rest, there's really that 10-second as yeah. you finish the Tabata. You'll have the 10-second so you It's only second those window. 10 seconds, so you got to quickly transition, although there's not much to transition through. No. So it's, th- it's I mean, it's going to be 32 continuous. So what if I've got a Tabata's dumbbell? What would you do for that shoulder to overhead? Would you go a full round on one arm and I then was, switch them? I was going to say, if you only have a single-sided, I'd say go a full round because it's eight rounds per yeah. movement so it gives you a chance to be even so i do a full movement or a full round one side full round other side i think that's I, I, there's not really much time in a tabata to switch so i'd rather see you just continue on one side to get more reps and then continue on the other side to get more reps than to do a switch in the middle yeah i i would agree with that i think doing one arm with high volume would get pretty nasty because i mean if you think about doing if you think about doing a, a push press you can do a push press a second, so you could be doing upwards of 20 reps mm-hmm. in that window on one side alone and then getting the switch, and that, that could be really taxing if you've got a, a quality weight and a dumbbell. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it's going to be, since there is no rest, it's going to be a little bit worse than maybe it looks on paper. Um, 32 Tabata rounds is like, what, 16 minutes total in the workout? Um, yeah, it's four minutes for a full cycle Tabata. For right. those eight rounds of yep. twenty on, ten off, it takes well, it takes three minutes and fifty seconds. And then you get a ten second finish rest. So fifteen before. minutes and fifty seconds of a workout. Yeah, yeah. So that's, I mean, it's gonna get pretty chippy. Um, chippy. Yeah. Do you know why they call workouts chippers? Well, we've talked about this, and there's a couple of different reasons why you could use the name chipper. But yeah, what do you mean true. by chippy here? Because I don't recommend you chip it. I, you got to keep working. These are chippy, unbroken. You don't sets. know what that means. If someone's gonna get chippy. Like when a sports match gets a little chippy. Does that mean that you're getting salty with one another? No, it means that as the uh, as the intensity of the match goes up, sometimes the uh, quality of the play goes down. Sometimes the quality of the play goes down a little bit, and then it, the question is, are you still willing to work hard? Ah, or so it's going to get shoddy. I don't know what that means. <laughs> That sounds dumb. Well, regardless of what it gets to be for you, uh, have fun with that workout. And, well, Saturday, I plan to go to the park and and run in the morning yet again. Uh, So if anyone is interested in joining, we'll probably be out there at Pine Hollow at 9 a.m. Who's we? Well, myself and my wife, at least. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you were lumping me in the we. Well, you should come run. You're out of shape and unable to run well. That's that's fair. That's true. I am. Well, that's okay. I found out there's this like secret like uh, men's daily vitamin that I can take, and it says that it's gonna like help me lose weight and be really really fit pretty quickly. It says no like no extra work required either. I just have to do it, take the vitamin. That sounds. It's a magic bullet, baby. Yeah, yeah. About to get fit, doing nothing. Makes sense. All right, well, that has been Monday through Saturday of this next week. So um, make sure that you guys uh, tune on in to watch the videos that we're going to put out that are going to go over a little more detail that you guys can see the workouts, some demos. Um, Other than that, we'll catch you guys next Sunday for another podcast, another quarantine podcast. Well, yeah, we'll probably still be quarantined. Assuming that we're still quarantined. Yeah. So we'll uh, have fun at home.